0: Listening to When Christians
1: Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness: Prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus
0: and spreading the good news. So it's my brother, can you spare a dime? My God shall supply my need. Don't have to because I am a every good
1: all right, praise the Lord everybody, praise the Lord Welcome to One Christmas Beat Talk Radio I'm your host today, today is Friday Night Joy Amen, our topic would be Friday Night Joy will Be still and know that I am the Lord and I got on another part of this, just wait <laughs> Wait, be still and know that I'm the Lord I'm glad to be with you on this first Friday of the month of September amen and uh to be able to bring forth the word not only for you but also for myself amen we're gonna do some different things here amen um i don't know why this is stopped amen um there's a there's a song that was written hopefully we'll be able to play it and everything um in the background in the background. But before it, it ties up what we're talking about it's a song that uh, I had written, uh I think it was last year, and it was com- com- put together with music it was by a young lady um in the Philippines, um by her name is Josie Alayandan, and I know I'm pronouncing it wrong and everything. So she put it to music. And um, I decided to share it with you today. So we're going to do, we're going to play the song. It ties into everything we talk about. I'm not sure how long we're going to um, talk about this. I talked about this one one time before, but when I went back in the study, and I actually listened to the, one of the old broadcasts, I found more things that I wanted to, um, to break up. I don't know about you, but I needed this, this message um, this week. Okay. Um, with so much that's going on in all of our life, not I just remember I needed to encourage myself in the Lord my God. So I had an opportunity and a chance to do that and feeling okay, a little under the weather, but I'm okay, amen. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and uh, start out in prayer. Father God, we come today first to give you thanks, God, for your many blessings. Thank you for bringing us a mighty long way and keeping them safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, God. We, God, those people, those that are called by your, your name, do humble ourselves today and submit our ways unto you, that you will show us your grace and mercy and your healing, God, that you will allow us to bring forth and allow us to be strong in the power of your might, to not look to the north or to the east, or to the west, but look straight to the hills for which comes our help. We need you, the Holy Spirit, today. We can't do this journey by ourselves. We realize that now, God. So we give this broadcast to you. Say, come on, speak. Speak not only to me, but speak to those that are listening. Encourage not only me, but encourage those that are listening, Lord Jesus. That you, that we may know that there is a bomb in Gilead, no matter what. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I also want to remind everybody to come of to, yeah, amen, that um, his amount and grace from Mr. Vanessa uh, Williams has changed a little bit. I believe it's changed to the second and the fourth Tuesday at 7 p.m., declaring this printed work with Reverend Pat, Pastor Pat Randall. I think it's, I'm going to say every Thursday until I get the official notice and change some things in our, our background, but it's at 12 noon, Friday Night Joy is the first, uh, the first, the second, and the third, the first, the third, and the fourth Friday, amen, at 7 p.m. Amen. The Bread of Life is the first and the third Sunday at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is at Wednesday at 7 p.m. The monthly broadcast uh, as follows. Life Flag with Apostle Shirley Jones is coming up this Monday. It may be the first Monday of September, amen, um, Labor Day, uh, first Monday at 7 p.m., The Bold and Beautiful, Reverend Rena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with the Lewis Louis McEwan is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Mary's Takeover with the Body of One Reverend with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Hour 3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk with myself, Antonio, Tyrone, Cleophis, and Elston every second Sunday at 7 p.m. May glory prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. This is a free conference call prayer. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The dialing number is 712-770-5505. Pass this code is 732-499. Matters of the Heart um, Singers Ministry Another group of wonderful singers event is every um, third Friday at 7 p.m. Spirit Nugget's and Nuggets of Truth with Minister Carmen Booker is every second and fourth Monday at 8 p.m. Please, for all means, go and check out our website at onepersonsbeat.com. you find a little bit more information about the different hosts there. You also would find out uh, about the different broadcasts and platforms that we're broadcasting on. Uh, we've, we've been doing this now for over nine years, praise God, and God has blessed the ministry to be, I have a listener base in probably over 130 different countries, amen. It ain't nothing but none of us, but it's all to the Lord, to God be the glory. Also, if you have a desire to sow seed into the ministry, we are a C three company. You can do that, do that at the website by clicking donate now, amen. So yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Amen. I just want to check a couple things. And uh, I think the first thing I'm going to do, um, I'm coming out of Exodus. I'm going to start at Exodus chapter 14, uh, verse 1 through 20, but I'll probably skip around a little bit and uh, everything and just talk about be still, know that I'm the Lord. But before I do that, let me see if I can play this song. Let me see if it'll let me play. Amen. Let me see here. Give me one second. Amen Amen, amen. amen. Again, that was uh, Sister um, Jose Alayanga from the uh, Philippines. Amen. This is a song that I had written last year, and she actually put it to music, and we did it together. Amen. So it was a joint venture, and um, for those that are listening, yes, it's copyrighted, okay? So (laughs) just make sure you give us credit where it came from and stuff like that. But uh, this is the first time I actually get a chance to play it on um, on the radio station, other uh, times I usually just play it on um, on my social media sites. So, uh, I, I mean, the song is Stand Still and See the Miracles of God. God is operating in miracles in our life that sometimes we don't realize or, or sometimes that we can't see because sometimes things look very cloudy or very uh, to a point where it is like... It's um, too too misty or, or cloudy or too misty or too something <laughs> where well, you can't see clearly, you know. And I believe that what God is, is saying for us, that even in the midst of your storm, in the midst of the rain, for us to stand, stand, stand still. You know, I believe that's what he's saying to us today, to stand still and see. Stand still and watch and see what I'm going to do to see that I'm going to give you a breakthrough or see that I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to bless you indeed. stand still and take notice of what's going on around you, that the enemy that you you see today, you will see no longer. Let's go ahead and get into the scriptures. I'm, I was going to, I'm coming from Exodus chapter 14, but I'm not going to read one through, uh, what is it? One through, um, 7. I'm just going to talk about it we are i to start reading in verse 10. Okay, but so what? what is taking place is the children of Israel with Moses already led them um, out of Egypt and everything like that. And God is telling Moses, he said to them, he said, um, verse 1, it says that the Lord spoke in the verse, he said, speak to the children of Israel that they turn in a camp be- before but for between my God and the sea over against Israel, before you before it shall ye the seed. In other words, um, he's telling them what, give them instructions. You know, every time God uh, has a working or doing a miracle, and that there are instructions that we have to pay attention to. That God, when delivering us, there are instructions that we must take, pay attention to. And said, so it goes on to say that God's saying that I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart that he should follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts and the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord and They and they did so. In other words, I'm going to show them just who I am. I'm not the only one. I'm not the God that can turn the river uh, into uh, blood, and it was only I'm not the only God that can bring forth pestilence and all that. I'm not the one only God that can kill the firstborn. I'm not the God that did all those different things that took place. Before I'm going to show them and prove myself um, to them that I am God. I am that I am. So he's he's showing them and he's making an example, not just for the, the Egyptians, but for all nations all around to know that there is a, that, that, that the Israelites, there's a God, there's the, the one true God, There's that the, 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 he is all God. And he's God all by himself. Amen. And then um, in verse 5, it, said, it, it was told the king of Egypt, that the people fled in a heart of uh, Pharaoh and his turned against the people, and they said, "We, why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us." He made ready his chariot and took his people with him. Now, he told them to go ahead and go after the death of his son. But then uh, there was a the hardening of his heart. Um, God changed not only his heart, but also the people's heart that was with them. The Egyptians, you know, they wanted the the, the Israelites to to continue to serve them. They wanted them to continue to be slaves. They didn't want a change even though a change had already took place and everything. They wanted a change didn't want to change. And the Bible says in verse 7 that he took 600 ch- chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captives over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high, with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen, his army, and overtook them encamping by the sea beside Fahirif and by another the place where God had told the people to be at. They overtook them. They were coming very close to where they was located. I can I can imagine the <laughs> the panic that was going on when they saw um, uh, they saw this going on and everything like that. They saw that the church in Israel was coming close by. I mean, the, the Pharaoh's armors was beginning to close, come close by. And I'm, I want to start at verse 10, as far as the reading. We're going to read a little bit, and we're going to talk a little bit. And it says that, And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the church in Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. They were coming. And they were coming in full force, man. You can imagine there—you are a small amount of people. You—you're you're barely a nation, uh, you're a new nation, and everything. And you got this humongous army. Uh, no doubt, of Egyptians in full war uh, warfare gear, and with chariots, and with hoses, with horses, and with the footmen, and with bows and arrows and spears, coming after you. Was, was haste. They won't wasting no time. They, I believe, they didn't even stop for no kind of break or nothing like that. Their purpose was one one purpose only to get back the very thing that was that had left them to bring them back into cap- captivity. They was all all on one minded. They was all in agreement, and I believe. And it said, and they said it to Moses. Verse eleven says, and they said it to Moses because. There were no graves in Egypt. Hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt this thus with us, to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is it not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we might serve the Egyptians? For, for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Their minds said, if I, even with other, all the things, and even true today, and I'm talking to myself, even with all the things that God has done in our life and everything, and all the things that have taken place in our life, and the miracles upon miracles and upon miracles that God had performed in their life, even to stay their hands a death against them, they still looked at it and said that it would be better for us to serve the Egyptians, it was better for us to slay, stay in slavery. It would better for us to have a hook in our nose or chains around us to die in the wilderness, not understanding the, the truly that God was delivering them out of the place because of a promise he had made a long time ago. So if the, boy, it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians, than that we should die in the wilderness. And then verse thirteen, where I'm going to say, and Moses said it to the people. First thing he thinks to them, that, "Fear ye not, fear ye not." In other words, don't be afraid. Fear ye not. Why are you, why are you tripping? Did you not know all? Do you not remember all the different things that God has done for us? Do you not remember that how He came through and stuff like that and did certain things that the that, and the. And attack every Egyptian god there was. Fear ye not. He, and then he says something that we're talking about today that was part of the song. says, Stand still. In other words, be still. Don't move. Don't turn around. You know, don't panic and everything. Yeah, you, you, yeah they're coming for you, but stand still. They were, be firm. You know, um, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and see. The salvation of the Lord In other words, open up your eyes And see what God is about to do He is about, in so many words Perform a miracle in your life Stand still, raise Stand still for those that are there And see the salvation of the Lord Yeah, It might look bleak right now Yes, you might be sharing Some tears right now Yes, you might be going through some form of depression Yes, your body might be aching With pain Yes, you just lost a loved one Yes, you just may have just lost your job, but stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. Moses was important. To, it was important more to more than he said, God's going to show you his salvation today, not tomorrow, you know, but today, you know, but today you will see. The God that you was, you heard about Him, you've seen Him, known the miracles that He've done, and everything. You remember that He made covenant with Abraham, that His seed will be blessed, and everything. You know all this, then. But today He's going to show you, and I believe that's true in our case today that we will see the salvation of the Lord today. I don't know when your today. It will be, and stuff like that. But I can tell you this, that your today is coming soon. But your today is coming soon. Your today is coming soon. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he shall show you today. For This is another part. He says, for the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall, shall see them again no more forever. Moses is not only speaking, uh, but he's being prophetic. But sure enough, when the Egyptians um, caught up with them and most of them began to walk to the other side and the, the sea was split and, and the wind came by and they walked on dry ground. And they went as soon as they got over, the sea was closed. Those Egyptians were never, ever seen again. Never, ever seen again. You know, it was so much that I was reading, reading the history of it, of it and everything, and nowhere in the history of the Egyptians, if I'm not mistaken, is this what took place in the Bible? They they blighted, blighted, it, blacked it out from their history. Okay, they blacked it out from the history. Don't you realize that when God is for you? Who can be against you? He will black out your your enemies to the point that you will never have to worry about them again. He will heal your body. He will heal your disease. He will heal your heart that you never have to wear, go through that again. That's the kind of God that we serve because of Jesus Christ. And it says the Lord shall fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. In other words, Moses is telling them in the scriptures: Not only do I want you to stand still or be still and know that, that He is the Lord, He is our God, but I'm also telling you the Lord's going to fight for you. But and you shall hold your peace. In other words, sometimes we need to come to ourselves and just shut completely up. Don't say a word and stuff like can. It's okay for us to groan and it's okay for us to feel really bad. But sometimes we need to just re examine ourselves and just shut up. We, sometimes, you know, we, um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, we can, we can put curses on ourselves by what becomes out of a mouth. So sometimes we just got to just shut up and everything like that. You know, we just got to close our mouth. Don't speak any words. Don't begin to think anything. And it's not always easy to do because when you were going through some trials and some tribulations and everything like that, you go through a woe is me. But I believe that we are being believers in Jesus Christ, even though we might go through a woe is me, that we shouldn't stay there, that we should begin to encourage ourselves in the Lord our God. We should begin to encourage ourselves in the Lord our God, the Lord, our God. You know everything that that place that takes place in lives There's a purpose, there's a reason, and there's a season for it. You know we should continue on, stand still, and see. See the salvation of the Lord, Amen. First, four, fifteen says, and the Lord said unto Moses, Why, for it cries thou unto me? In other words, Marith, why are you coming unto me? He says, speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward again. And God has given them uh, instruction that they go forward. Not only do I want you to be still and know that I am the God, and be, be still and and see the salvation of the Lord, but next instruction that you be still for now, I want you to move forward. You know, that when we get to the point of be still and we begin to hear, the Holy Spirit begins to speak to us. Then God give us instruction to move forward or to be strong in the power of His might. Don't look to the left nor to the right, but stay focused on the things of God. Be still and know that I am the Lord, our God. He said, Speak unto the children today that they go forth, but lift up. Up that rod, he gave him Moses. Lift up the rod and stretch out the hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of it. And and I behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians. In other words, I will harden the hearts of those things that are chasing after you, meant to destroy you, meant to bring you down, meant to discourage you. I'm going to harden that spirit and all that kind of stuff. Because the enemy you see today, you will see no more. I'm going to deliver you out of the hands of Pharaoh. I'm going to deliver you out of the very thing that on, on the normal circumstances would do you in, would necessarily um, kill you and stuff like that. That's what the enemy does. He wants to destroy us and everything. Not only by the spirit, but by our, 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 by our body, through our body, through our mindset. And all. He wants to destroy us, y'all. You know? He wants to persecute us just like he did to Jesus. As soon as we say, for God that I live and for God I I die, as soon as we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we got to know for a fact that we can go through some trials and tem- tem- temptation. We got to know there can be some people that just don't like us or hate us for no reason. We got to know and we got to understand those things. We got to know and we got to understand those things. He said, where was that? And he says, and the Egyptians should know that I am the Lord. Let me read back the subject. Behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get my honor upon Pharaoh, upon all his hosts, upon all his chariots, and upon all his horsemen. And the Egyptians should know that I am the Lord. He said, the Egyptians should know that I am the Lord when I have gotten my honor upon Pharaoh and upon his chariots, an his husband. God makes it point to repeat these things over and over. again. listen, I'm telling you that that enemy that is coming for you, that sickness, that disease is coming for you. It's stuff. They think you got you on the ropes, like a boxer. Imagine that you're on the ropes and everything, they, they, you're done for. They think that is, uh, the, the, the 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 game, the football game, is almost over and stuff like that. They nothing you ten punch. Ten points down in a basketball game with like about less than a minute left in the quarter, left in the game, and stuff like that. But God is saying, even in that situation, you know, I, I, I get, they think that they have the upper hand against you, but they do not. But you know, they do not have the upper hand. You think, you they think. That your finances or your credit score or your family is falling apart and everything. Your son is going to jail. Your daughter is promiscuous, you know, and stuff. Your husband is about to, is about to give it up on you and leave me. Your wife is about to go out the door. Whatever the case might be and stuff like that. Whatever the case might be. Okay. He said, and the just should know that I'm the Lord when I have gotten my honor upon Pharaoh, upon his church and the Horsemen and the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud went before. From before their face and stood behind them, and they came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. In other words, God had a a barrier take place and stuff like that, so they couldn't even get past the barrier. There was a barrier in place. You know that God would protect, build a hedge of protection around those that He called His own, that those He had chosen to be His own. Those He He would protect His own. There's a barrier. The enemy can't do anything to you unless he gets permission from the Heavenly Father. Okay? and the angel of the chariots and the angel of God which went before before the camp and moved and went behind them, and a pillar of cloud went from before their face and stood behind them, and it came between the camp and the Egyptians and the camp of Israel, and it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that the, the one came not near the other. In other words, it was night to the Egyptians, hallelujah, but it was day for the Israelites. Can you imagine that they can't see a thing? But because God has given us light, and that light is Jesus Christ, we got light. We know where our steps are being are going, being ordered. We we can see in front of us. We we can see because of the glory of God has been revealed to us. Amen. It said, and it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of the Egyptians. It was a cloud. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these so that the one came not near the other all night, y'all. All All night. I don't know how, the scripture doesn't describe how close they were to the, the Israelites and everything. But it was so close enough for them to see <laughs> and everything. And then the, the Egyptians couldn't see what was in front of him, them and stuff like that. Can you imagine it being that dark, that nothing, no kind of light that they had would have be been able to, to let them see in advance of what direction, or what was taking place ahead. And they, the enemy still came forth without the ability to see clearly. The enemy still came forth, even without the ability to, they came to see well, Amen. And verse 21 says, and Moses stretched out his hands over the sea, and the Lord, the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. And made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. It made the sea dry land. And then after they all got across, look, didn't, not one person got left behind. I'm from the, the, the elders to the youngest, don't care how slow that they moved or whatever, they all crossed over. And then God destroyed Egypt. Can you imagine the expressions of the Egyptians that it hit them that they were not going to live; they was going to die that day, and stuff like that. Can you see the rejoicings of the Israelites that uh, that they had the God because of God that had overcome the horse and the rider and the chariots and everything? I believe there's somewhere in the scriptures, and there they said that Miriam got out a tambourine and they began to worship and praise God. You know, but before then, they couldn't understand. They couldn't see that. That's why God had to tell them to be still, you know, and be still and know that, my God, be still, amen, and see the salvation of the Lord. You know, they had to get, in other words, to, uh, to see something that I there, they had to, it was, God was saying to them, get an get a image in your mind. You know, that you have been delivered. Get an image in your mind that you have been changed. Get an image in your mind that the same thing you went through yesterday is that the same thing you could be going through. Get an image in your mind that, that God has helped you through, has pressed, pushed you through, has delivered you and everything. All those things were beginning to take place. All those things were beginning to take place. And see, Amen. Let me continue to do some more reading here. Amen. I'm, I'm, another scripture that I came up with, there's several scriptures we're going to talk, and I'm looking at my time. I'm not sure we're going to be able to get through, but we're going to try. It's coming out of um, Habakkuk um, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And I like this particular script, uh, scripture and stuff because it also talks about um, standing still. You know, it talks about standing still. It said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I'm approved. And the Lord answered me, and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon the tablets, that he may run that read it. For the vision is is yet. For an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, here's another word that we're going to, I got to wait wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. He said, I will stand. Upon my watch, is going to history. Rebecca, he's going to, and, and he see all these things going on within the world system and the enemies and the prospering and everything, and Rebecca decided to, to to come up with a way. He's like, I'm going to stand, I'm going to sit back and see what God's going to do about all of this. You know, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch, and I'm going to listen and see what God is going to do. He said, i will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. I'm going to the highest place I can and just watch, and I'm going to read. And see what God's going to do about my enemies, the, those that hate me and uh, those that want to do me harm. Those that have done me harm and my family harm for generations. And watch and see what he will say unto me he says, and, what, and what I should answer when I'm reproved. Because he knows that the reproof is coming. And so what I should answer, well, God should call me on it because I'm waiting for the destruction of, of somebody else, of my enemies. And it says, and the Lord answered me and said, right the vision, you know, and this in, in many cases our deliverance, our, our our hope, and everything come through a writing of the vision, a writing. Of the vision, and he said, and said, not only when you write the vision, he said, but I want you make it plain upon the tablet. Don't be adding words that don't nobody else understand, and and everything. Don't be using no theological, uh, theological type words or uh, masterful uh, the uh, uh, pronunciation of words and stuff like that. No, no, but make it plain. It on the t from the tablet. That he he that he may run that read it. Now whoever be able to read it, make it so plain that anyone can read it. And they'll be able not only to read it, but to run that read it. Amen. For the vision, you know, that let, let, let me this part of scripture got me interested because for the vision is yet an appointed time. It may not um, be this time, but it's for the appointed time. An appointed time means that it's set time. There is a, a space. There is a period and everything like that. That this thing will happen. You know, it what God's word would not return unto him for. So it's going to take place. So I think it's to do what? Do what? Be still. And know that he is Lord and He is God. Be still uh, and see the salvation of the Lord. Be still. Don't be anxious. Don't get frustrated. Don't be discouraged. Don't be despair. But be still. Stand still and know that He is God. Yeah, yeah. Say so verse three again for the vision is just for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak. What's going to speak? The vision is going to speak, y'all. At the end, when the appointed time going to get, it's going to speak. And it's going to speak loud and clear. It's a, it's a speak and not lie. When it speaks, the vision speaks. It will not lie. Though it tarry, again, it says, wait for it. Though it's taken a long time, though it's been 10 years, though it's been three years, though it's been one year, though it's been a lifetime, wait for it. Because God is not a about his promises that he has made to us. Wait for it. You know, wait for it. Don't 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 just hold on. Don't give up. Hold on to the, the horn of salvation. Hold on to God's unchanged hand. Wait for it. He said he said wait for it because it will surely come and it would not tarry. Though it may seem like it's turning to you, it would not turn because there's a specific time and place that this would take place. He said he said behold his soul which is lifted up. It's not upright in him, but, he, but the just should live by faith. This is a faith walk. I'm being still. We can be still because this is a faith walk here. I can be still and see the salvation of the Lord for those things that are not as though the world they are because God says so. I can be still. I can be at peace. I can be at rest. You know, I can be still. You can be at peace. We can be at rest with this because you know that God got it. We got, no, they got another God together. I got a couple more scriptures, and we're almost out of time. I mean, we're not going to be able to get to all of it and everything. But, but it's just coming out of chapter Psalms chapter 27 verse one. It said, "The Lord is my light and my salvation." It says, "Whom shall I fear?" That you can imagine that the children of Israel saw all this fear begin to well up in there and we get they began to to panic, and they they I think they were they were not only scared or afraid. They were freaking out there. They surely believed that this was it for them. They saw their kids, they saw their loved ones, they saw every people that they were normally Jesus dying in the wilderness. They they just knew and everything that they were dying. it was. The Lord is my light and my self. Whom should I fear? But God was trying to show them through what Moses was doing not to fear not. The first thing, when the first he told them to do is to fear not. He said, the scripture says, Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? If God is the strength of my life, we shouldn't be afraid of anything. Nothing that comes our way. We shouldn't be worried about anything. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it look like in everything. I think about the the Hebrew, the the Hebrew words when they was in the fiery friends. One of the things they said that they they told the king, they said, well, I don't know uh, whether God would deliver the us or not, but I know he's well able to. You know, he may not do it and stuff, but we will not uh, bow down. We're gonna continue with the God. You know, we know he's well able to. Whatever he's decided to do is right in his and righteous and stuff. It's righteous and stuff like that. Even if it's not the prayer that we want. Sometimes we pray prayers and a specific prayers that um and God wants to do something else. And we gotta be able to say, Your Lord, not my will but your will be done. We got to be able to look at it like that. Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Your will be done. Um, Psalm 27, verse 2 said, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and failed. That means, again, that means that when when, they, that when my enemies came and they were trying to destroy me, even to eat up my flesh, even to eat up my spirit, to eat up my hope, to eat up uh, my joy, yeah, to eat up everything that was about me, they stumbled and fell. Why? Why did they stumble and fell, Ray? They stumbled and fell, my brother, because of the fact that the spirit of the Lord was upon me. And everything. And he has appointed us to preach the gospel. The spirit of the Holy Spirit is within us and everything. It no longer falls upon us, but it dwells within us and everything. And it brings all things among itself. So they had no choice but to stumble and fear. He said, Though I host it, it shall encamp against me, and my heart shall not fear, the war shall rise against me, and this will. I will be confident. In other words, I will be still. I will stand still. I will not look to the east or the west, but I will stand still. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Truly, my help cometh from the Lord. My help cometh from the Lord. He said that. He said and compliment. My heart should not fear. the war shall rise up against me, and this will I be comforted. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I was seek after Him. If anything, that when we go into that place of being still, there should be a seeking after the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. There should be a seeking after Him. There should be a prayer involved. There should be fasting involved, in some cases it's needed. There should be declaration involved, declaring the wondrous Works of the Lord. We should be declaring who God is in our life. There should be a declaration that the, the joy of the Lord is the strength to you. There should be a declaration that I'm the apple of his eye. There should be a declaration, you know, that I'm above and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. There should be a declaration that I am. um, The sons of the living God and your heirs and heirs—that should be a declaration who I am in Christ. And God has declared also He doesn't God, but also invites us. You know, He will invite us that we are His people. You know, because of Jesus Christ, this should be a declaration. Amen. Verse four in Psalm twenty-seven four says again: "So one thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord." All the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord to inquire in His temple. They, they, I believe David here began to preach to himself, and he began to feel good about this. thing. he said, "To behold the beauty of the Lord, I, that, I just want to behold. The, I want to inquire in, in His temple. I want to walk where you walk, God. You know, I want to walk where you where you walk, God. I want to go and be in your presence. I can, I can see David beginning to rejoice in the Lord, His God." I See, He began to encourage himself in the Lord, his God. It says, verse 5: In the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide me. But he shall set me upon a rock. Hallelujah. He said, Set me upon a rock. And now shall my, my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy? In other words, I'm just praising him, I'm just giving him sacrifices of joy and stuff like that, regardless of how I feel or regardless of what it may look like, I'm just sacrifices of joy. Joy, God, I I thank you. I love you. I need you. You are my Lord and you are my Savior. I'm giving sacrifices of joy. I'm worshiping him. I'm praising him. I don't feel good, but I'm worshiping him anyhow. Maybe I can only get one hand up, but I'm worshiping him anyhow. You know, (laughs) maybe I can barely speak words, but I'm worshiping him with groaning and and morning and stuff like that, creation and stuff like that, until the, t- the time that he comes and delivers me out of my body. I'm worshiping him. I'm giving thanks to him. I'm crying, I'm my father, and to him, I'm crying, my Lord, my God, and everything. I'm speaking to him. I'm praying to him. You know, I'm worshiping him. I'm thanksgiving to him. You know? I'm glorifying him. I'm magnifying him. I'm doing all of these things that are going on. Yeah. For in the time of trouble, he said, Hide me. I don't have to try to hide myself because I know that God will hide me. I don't have to try to do it myself. We don't have to try to do this ourselves. You know, we should know that at this time when we try to do these things ourselves, we always make it worse. Why is it that we, me, you, and others, we can't just leave things alone and say, God, if you be for me, then who can be against me? You do your perfect will in my life. You shine forth in me. You speak to me, God. You speak to the rock, Lord Jesus. You let the honey come out of the rock, Lord Jesus. You speak to the rock. It costs the water. You know the needs and the desires of my heart, and if they more than I do, you are the you are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You see all things. You know those things before the foundation of the earth. You knew our name. You knew everything that was a new that, that was to that be known about us, Lord Jesus. So help us to, to stand strong. To stand strong in the power of your might. Verse and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies and round about me. Therefore, I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord. He began to start to sing right away. In verse 7, hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. When thou, when I say, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord. Thy face, Lord, will I see. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. In other words, God, don't hold all of this to me, but put don't put me away. Don't take your spirit away from me. But God, Lord Jesus. But deliver me from myself. Deliver me from selfish motives. Deliver me from selfish and uh, and sexual uh, thoughts, and deliver me from anything that is not like You. Cause me to worship You and to, to serve You. Mold me and make me go you know, into that which You have caused me to do, Lord Jesus. Mold me and make me. He said, when my mother, when my father and my mother forsake, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, Lord. Oh, Lord, lead me into the plain path because of my enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies. For false witnesses have risen up against me as such as breathe out cruelty. I have fainted unless I had, been, I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land. No, I would have fainted. I would have given up. But, but he showed me his goodness. He shows you his goodness. He shows you his mercy. They are new. They are fresh every morning. Great is our faithfulness. Great is our faithfulness. He says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage. And he shall strengthen the heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Stand still. Wait on the Lord. And when he gives thee the instruction to move forward, be willing to go Forward. Amen. Be mo- willing to move forward. Amen. Be willing to move forward. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Father God, we thank you for this word today. We pray that it is Prick the hearts of men and women that someone might cry out unto you, Abba, Father. That someone might receive you, Lord Jesus, and know that you are with them even now. Lord, we pray for those that have never known you to be the Lord, and say we pray, God, that you would send us spirit of welcomeness into the heart, Lord Jesus, that they will confess with their mouth and believe with their heart, Lord Jesus, that you are the Lord, that you are Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We pray that our change may begin to take place into their life. We pray today, God, that you... Lord Jesus, we we'll can begin to show them a more excellent way that you would put them in front of a church or a, a group of people that was loving God that the discipleship God, they have their work and, 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 and they would disciple them God. They would love on them God despite their background, despite where they came from, despite whether they're poor or rich God would show them you Jesus. So we pray for that today. Be a blessing as always. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. And uh, again, y'all, be still and know that I'm the Lord. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Be still. I'm going to play this song one more time, and then we can go out of here. God bless you.